0: yo what up folk if you were one of those people who enjoyed that new tyler perry film on netflix titled a fall from grace you and i don't have the same taste in film so i'm just putting it out there that you and i will never be able to go see a film together (laughs) i'm just saying for me the movie was just nah i'm back what's up y'all triple c community let's go ahead and get into this next episode Recording this over midway through the month of January. So I can't say happy new year. Well, well, I'm not supposed to, but I'm gonna say it anyway, Happy New Year. And I'm saying that because this is my first time talking to y'all since last year. I know, I know, I know, and I know I said this in the last episode. I know I'm sorry. I apologize. I have no excuses. I have no excuses. Um, I'm not going to try to throw anything out there to try to justify why I am just now coming back to y'all. But if I'm being honest, 2020, the new decade, this new season, it just got to a really shitty start for me. It got off to a really, really shitty start for me. And I want to preface this episode by saying that I'm still on the level of gratitude that I was on in the last episode. First and foremost, let's start there. I am still grateful to be able-bodied. I am still grateful to have a fruitful, professional career I am still grateful to be able to continue to grow and pursue the things that I love and really get to know myself. I'm still grateful for all of those things. Um, but it just, uh, it, this year has just really gotten off to a shitty start for me. Um, but um, before we jump into the meat and potatoes, my birthday coming up, Aquarius, Aquarius game, where y'all at? Stand up. like It's our season and I read something that said this new Aquarius season going to have people really like stuck and getting grounded in their fifis because <laughs> it clearly it is something in the air. Um, but at the end of last year, right after the holiday, I fell ill, which is why I did not um, come back on. I didn't do a lot of moving around. It was nothing major. Uh, I just had a little bug that I had to kick and I did just fine. Um, and then as the new year rolled in, someone hit my car while it was parked. Um, and so I've been going through the motions with that. Um, socially, some things around me have been changing as far as, um, my relationships, um, how I communicate with people on a personal level and, me standing up for myself and communicating for myself, uh, which has resulted in me um, severing ties um, in certain areas. And so I'm not in that phase of my life anymore where I'm saying, oh, fuck it, it doesn't matter to me, it doesn't mean anything to me. Because anywhere where I am allotting any type of time um, of my life and my energy, It means something to me, because if it didn't, I wouldn't be doing it. So I, you know, I had to, you know, with my illness, um, with my sickness that hit me, um, with stuff going on at work, because work just got really busy for me. And, you know, my my career right now is just really demanding. Then I have my marriage. um, So I have to, you know, mentally be there, mentally and psychologically be there for my husband. It was just so well, I'm, I'm digressing. Let me go back right quick to say that severing ties um, with certain relationships to say, like, I don't care. I'd be lying. So I had to process my feelings about that. And then, like I said, with everything else that was going on coming when I would come home from work at the end of the day, I kind of just want to saw And I have recently discovered that I am not a socially anxious person. I have recently discovered that I am just a true introverted spirit, which explains why I recharge myself in solitude. And even though recording this podcast is uh, an individual type thing for me right now, mentally and psychologically, I need separation from anything that's going to require any type of thought or any type of energy for me to recharge and get back to me and myself. And first of all, let me go ahead and say that I am not recording this podcast at the regular time. I usually do it in the evening time. Um, So it's like midday on, on the weekend. So if you hear some movement around me, like from my neighbors and whatnot, that's what that is. I apologize in advance, y'all. Um, And I'm going to try my best not to let that stir my focus from you guys if it happens. But jumping back, um, I just want to say that I am so motivated by the people around me. Um, Of course, one of those people is the person that I live with, my husband, because he said something to me about not doing a podcast episode. He was like, Beto, one thing that I've noticed about you over the years is that when you get something in your mind that you really want to do something, you go full speed ahead, making sure you have everything in place to get it going. And it it goes really good. It's picking up speed. And then you stop. (laughs) And I'm like, did this just call me out? But it's a good thing because those are things that we need in our lives. Like people just just to kind of not even necessarily light the fire up under us, but just remind us like you start this for a reason you need to keep going. But at the same time, I want to be honest and true with you guys. Consistency is something that I definitely need to work on, but still want to be true with you guys. And let you guys know that sometimes you're going to have to like recharge and refocus. And in the midst of all of this, This is not like me starting this podcast was essentially for people to follow me along in my journey because I discovered that I was courageous enough to share what I've been going through. And I started this podcast. Additionally, I started this podcast because I could not find anything um, that I really connected to. It was more so. This is what happened in the past and now this is where I am. It wasn't this is what happened to me in this process. And so I'm learning as I am sharing certain things with you guys. I'm learning. I'm learning how to be more consistent while keeping my knees at the center. I'm learning how to communicate and express myself, you know, in the relationships around me professionally and personally. And, you know, growing this fruitful an amazing professional career and still trying to find my footing in my creative career at the same time. And then on top of that, you know, my mental health professional is giving me homework. I'm doing that. And it's, you know, all of these things wrapped up into one. Mind you, I don't even have any children yet. And so that's why I'm taking the time to really, I'm taking advantage of this time where it's just my husband and myself. To really, really, really figure out what I want to give a whole yes to. And what I really want to dedicate myself to. And I bring you guys in on that process. And I do need to be more consistent. (laughs) But just ask that you guys be patient with me. Not give me a pass. Not have pity for me. But just be patient. Because I feel like there's a difference in that. I wanna tap on something. I'm gonna skip the pop culture stuff this week because I wanna just go ahead and jump into it. I wanna I don't even know what I'm gonna name this episode yet. um, but whatever. I was listening to a podcast that T D Jakes was on and he was saying that a lot of spiritual people, religious people, Christian people, whatever you are, if you are a faith in a God believer. Um, people really get dejected in their process of really getting to know themselves and who they are. Because especially when you're going to church, spiritually, you're constantly being talked to about the promise. God promised you a fruitful life. God promised you a loving family. God said it is done, it will be done. All, you know, all, well not all, but a lot of times that's pretty much the the main message that we hear. And it's nothing about the process. What you have to go through, the mud you have to track, you know, the isolation, um challenging yourself pushing yourself through those tough moments in the fire to get through the other side and see the light nobody's talking about that it's just all about these great beautiful things and so when we find ourselves walking through the babylon in our isolated state it's just kind of like man i do not want to do this it's like you have oftentimes i feel like um when I really dedicate myself and put out into the atmosphere, these positive things that I have going for me or that I want to do, I feel like it puts a target on my back and then instantly the devil jumps in and he try to intercepts and just screw up everything. And that's what I've been going through the past, about the past two weeks. Um, it's just really, and I know I'm not supposed to say this, questioning, God, like why is this happening to me? And so I want to talk a little bit about the process because I know and it's not to get too spiritual, or too religious. I'm not about to preach to y'all or nothing, but I am a, a I'm I'm not a hardcore religious person. I'm not going to sit here and lot of y'all, but I am a very I am a God lover and I'm an extremely spiritual person and I'm all into the universe. And reaping what you sow and and what, you know, what God has promised us. But really, really lately been trying to hone in on how to get through the process so I can reap what has been promised to me. When I was brought into this, into this world, into this layer, that sometimes I question (laughs) what's the purpose of the meeting? Oh, my God. But. I am so motivated and moved by the things going on around me. Like my husband, my husband's friends, a lot of them have great things going on, starting families, businesses, motivating people. And, you know, one of my best friends, she just bought a house. And it's just, I'm just so moved and in awe of, especially my best friend, you know, people who I have been in the trenches with for the majority of my life. And to see, you know, people almost want to give up and then watch them and witness them do these things that they never thought that they would be able to do. And I get motivated, you know, by that, by seeing people like just trying to be the best versions of themselves. And here I am like, oh, my God, like. Oh, I just feel so tired and so weary and I just don't want to get out of bed today. And well, I haven't had one of those days where I don't want to get out of bed in a really long time. But I said that to say, never ever do I say these things and share these things because I want anybody to pity me and what I'm going through it's not to glorify um what I go through or make it look like hey everybody look at me look at what's going on over here it's just so you can know that it's possible because like me there are a lot of people out there who are learning how to do things that were never modeled for them and when I say that I mean as you know as children And as young adults, we grow, you know, uh, some of us grew up in these environments where all you knew was trauma. All you knew was hurt. All you knew or all that you were ever exposed to was dysfunctional relationships and marriages. You've never seen a man respect a woman or a woman respect a man. You've never seen a woman up in your family or around you uplift her husband or, you know, a, a husband uplift the wife or you you've never seen emotionally, emotionally intelligent communication. You've never seen understanding and compassion exercised in front of you. Um, Ambition was instilled in you, but not to be a professional, but maybe to um, go to the military. And of course, we're thankful for everyone who is in the service fighting for our privilege to be able to do the things that we're doing. But maybe another way was not shown to you Because another way was not shown to the people who were showing you the only ways that they knew. And so a lot of us right now are laying down foundations for houses that we've never lived in ourselves. And that we've never seen or witnessed anybody go to the store and buy the lumber for and try to build. And so when you're in the process of traveling this road that you've never seen travel, you question a lot of things. Like, what the fuck? Fuck, am I doing? And you want to naturally, you want to fall back into that area of comfort, which is why you guys haven't heard from me. Because when I would go through these things, trying to persevere and just sit up and and do something, it's like, uh, not today. I'm finna go home because what I know is when I'm tired, I just I poop out. I tire out. I you know. I don't manage my time to the point where, okay, come home for an hour and, you know, just do this for a minute and, you know, relax for like 30 to 40 minutes and then get up and, and, you know, put up my microphone and set my computer up. I like, I'm not in that mode because doing stuff like that wasn't modeled for me. So I'm trying to figure out a whole new different way of life and it's hard But like I said, it's not to glorify my process or, hey, everybody look at what I'm doing. It's just to put it out there that it's possible. And hopefully you guys can see, you know, what I'm willing to share. You can see it and you're like, okay, one step at a time. Something that my mental health professional has been sharing with me a lot lately is, key stop being so hard on yourself. Like, stop being so hard on yourself. Give yourself more credit. And that's something that I've been sharing with other people, you know. So I've been listening to um, Dr. Joy's Therapy for Black Girls and Water Bright. I've always been listening to her, but um, in particular, probably about the last week, just been catching up on some episodes. And she had one of her colleagues on the show. Where they discussed matching frequencies. And this really, really, really struck a chord for me. Because Dr. Joy posed the question, what are you telling those people? Who I think this was the episode titled, Whole Yes. And I'm going to tap on the whole yes thing and, and what it means for me towards the end. But... Dr. Joy posed a question to her colleague. What do you say to those people who are trying to grow and respect the best versions of themselves, but the people around them are not responding to it? Like, do you tell them to cut off from those relationships, separate from those relationships? What would be your advice there? And her colleague, I cannot remember her name. I apologize, but it was a amazing freaking episode. Her colleague said... A lot of times, and I am guilty of this because I have done this too. This is me practicing self awareness. <laughs> A lot of times what people will do is they will say, You I have to leave you behind, which implies that you are further along than that person. But in essence, all that it is is that when you grow and you start to change and you really start to respect who you are as a person, the frequencies no longer match. And that's okay. And sometimes it does. This is not her. Um, this is not the podcast talking. This is me. Sometimes you have to, well, not sometimes, all the times you have to figure out what that looks like for you. And so for me, what I have been doing lately is I have been stepping away from those relationships where f- my frequencies are not, my frequency is not synced with the other persons. And it doesn't always necessarily have to be 100% synced because, you know, as I've discussed before, we fall into these valleys and pits in relationships and, It's in those areas where you figure out how you can resolve conflict, communicate, and how you can move forward. So, you know, I have recently had to sever in relationships where there was just a lack of communication, a stopping communication, or the other person has just continually made it clear that they just want to provoke me and then play the victim when I respond. So for me... It's not necessarily that the frequencies don't match or in no way do they sync per se. It's just, it's too much energy. It's too much energy. And I am learning about myself. I am learning about the things that I need to work on, yet the things, you know, as an individual and as a person, yet the things that I need from the relationships that I involve myself in. For me, I am learning that I need someone who can attentively listen to me. That's what I need. And it's not because I, it's not because I, Never had that in my life. It for me, for me, this is for me. It is because I am an attentive listener and I give attentive feedback. I'm intellectually engaged um, and, and psychologically engaged in what's going on in the person that I'm sharing a space with in that moment. And so now I'm at the point in my life where I want that to be reciprocated, meaning I want that to be given back to me. In the past, I have, you know, did an assessment and a list of pros and cons in their relationships. And it's I give a lot in my relationships. And this is me just being completely transparent. If you know me personally and you're listening to this, you know how I am. And my friendships, I I give. I give, I give, I give. And I cultivated relationships to the point where I began to give without asking. And what starts to happen over time is that I became that person that people came to When they needed to receive something, when they needed to be uplifted, when they needed to be filled. So what happened is once I started learning about me and what key needs, I started in learning how to communicate. Once I start effectively learning how to communicate and begin practicing effective communication and verbalizing and telling people this is what I need in this relationship I was changing the, the focus and I was changing the, the dynamic of those relationships and people were starting to back off because it was like something my mental health professional helped me understand is, you know, if people become accustomed to coming to you when they need to be filled and all of a sudden you're asking to be filled back, that person is like, this is not what I signed up for. Because when we entered into this relationship, you were my cheerleader. You you were rooting me on. And now you want it back. And for it could potentially possibly be tapping into a weak point for them. I don't know how to do this. But they're not going to say that. Instead, they'll retreat. Or they simply just don't want to. And once again, they don't know how to communicate that. And so they retreat. So, in those instances where, you know, frequencies were not synced up in no type of way or not matching, nowhere near matching, I had to learn how to accept. So, a really big thing for me is um, acceptance, accepting that things around me are just, they're shifting and they're changing And in the midst of things shifting and changing, I have to learn how to persevere and be dedicated to the things that I really want and the things that I really need. Perseverance professionally, what I'm learning in perseverance professionally is time management and how to remain dynamic in time management. So, um. I have a huge list of tasks that I have to do. Some seasons in my work are a little busier and a little crazier than others. And so, and it it, it sounds kind of, uh, it's counterproductive when you're talking about a person who has anxiety like myself. I, I have to anticipate things happening, which is a, uh, it's like a personal struggle for me internally because it's like I have to learn for me, anticipation is anxiousness, which results in anxiety, right? Same thing. So if I'm having to anticipate things happening, I'm having to anticipate something walking through the door. I'm like, oh, I'm tight about it. Like, oh, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? And that's what I'm learning not to do as a person who lives with anxiety. So what I do is I block out time. I, I have a calendar calendar. And I, I'm living by my Outlook calendar now. I'm putting things on my calendar. And what I'm doing is I'm not putting the events of the days when things are happening on a calendar. I put I put that on the calendar. Like, this is going to happen on this day at this time. And then I'll set a reminder two weeks before that date and say, start thinking about how to do XYZ. Or start putting in process Or start putting together a process for X, Y, Z that's happening two weeks from now. And I do the same for one week from now. Finish up this process for when this event that's going to happen one week from now happens. So I I put time aside to go through my calendar and put things on the calendar. So um, as things are coming in, I can start knocking things down. So I'll know I need to start getting ready for this. Like two weeks before. So that way, three days out, I'm not scrambling trying to figure out, oh my God, what do I need? And I'm not forgetting to prep for it because I'm setting those reminders to put time aside to prep for it. When I walk into work, I'm not just jumping on my computer. I'm coming in, I'm warming up my breakfast, I'm fixing my tea, I'm unpacking I'm my bag, I'm, I'm slowing down. And a lot of this has to do with the mindfulness that my mental health professional has been helping me with. Staying in the moment because what I was doing, and this is why I say it pays to have a mental health professional because they can help point out the things that you're doing to help Depending on the type of mental health help that you're getting and what your situation is. For me, my mental health professional has been helping me to figure out why certain moments and certain periods and certain activities of the day are so much more anxiety causing for me than others. For me, it was washing dishes at home. And then then it was getting to work. Like first walking in was just like really anxious first walking into work because I'm thinking about, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. Because what's happening is you're you're currently in actions for me. I'm speaking for me. And if you can resonate with this, that's awesome. But what you what happens is if you're doing actions, physical actions that are mindless for you because you do them every day, like washing dishes or unpacking your bag when you get to work or hooking up your computer to your docking station or turning on your computer, open up your, whatever. These are mindless things that you can do without thinking about them. So you have brain space to think about all the other stuff that's going on. And so I would be at home or unpacking my bag at work in the morning, washing dishes, thinking about, you know, physically washing dishes, but in my mind thinking about, oh, I have to do this and oh, I have to do that and oh, I have to do this and I got to make sure this is done or that's in this place. I got to make sure I respond to this person. And literally driving myself nuts. And then I sat down at therapy and I was like, why do I always get anxious when I wash dishes? (laughs) And my therapist is looking at me like, really? Is that a question? I'm like, yes, it's a question. I answer it. So perseverance. Perseverance. Personally, like I said before, it's communicating and it's uncomfortable. Like who wants to say something to somebody that, you know, they ain't gonna like. And what a lot of people do, and what I've been noticing as I started to communicate more, and it's actually a beautiful thing. It's a hurtful thing, but simultaneously, it's such a beautiful thing because I'm becoming more aware of the people who don't, who are yet to learn how to truly communicate. Because when I started communicating more, the people who weren't at that space in their lives, they started to avoid me. It was like. Oh gosh, like he is doing the most right now. Like she want to talk about this icky shit. I don't want to talk about this icky shit. So I'm just gone. <laughs> skirt. Like I am not interested. And in those moments for me, it's hurtful. But then at the same time, it was kind of like, let let it be known and make it clear in your actions that We're no longer on the same brainwave. Because at this point, me really being true to who I am and what I need, which is true communication, if I'm in a relationship with someone who can't do that, that's fine. But, you know, let's learn how to do it. Let's do it together. But if they just have no interest in doing that, then. Let me go ahead and just accept. Let me just accept that and just, you know, move back. Let me not question myself. Let me not question what I'm working on and what I'm doing. Let me not start to tell myself these powerful negative thoughts of it's something wrong with me or what did I do? Let me not abuse myself mentally like that. Let me just accept that this is just I expressed how I felt about something and that person didn't like it and they fought it or that person didn't like it and they were like, okay, right off into the sunset away from you, crazy bitch. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. You know, perseverance and communicating and not letting people's reactions to that stop me. Because I'm, I'm not walking away um, from situations, not saying what I need to say. I'm not allowing people to make me feel bad about how i feel. I'm not allowing people to make me feel bad about me addressing something that they did to me that i found extremely disrespectful and they didn't want to own my feelings about it. It's okay if you don't agree with how i feel about what you did, but you don't get to tell me that my experience was not my experience. Hello, that was Yanla. Ow. <laughs> You don't get to do that. So for me, it's persevering through that. Like just understanding that we can disagree and we can talk about it. Like that's what this is for. But neither of us, I don't get to tell you what your experience is and vice versa. And persevering through that and continuing to be the truly communicative person that I'm learning to be. Without allowing the separation in certain relationships that are no longer on my frequency deter me from being true to who I am and who I'm becoming. Because at that point, I would not be allowing the universe and God to make room for those people that I need in my life who are truly going to fill me to the capacity that I need to be filled in the ways that I've been filling people up until this point in my life. Okay. Perseverance financially is. Y'all, let me tell you something. I legit think that I need to do a whole episode on this money thing because I say financially and persevering through this because I am a creatively wired person, artistic, working with my hands, thinking beautiful, fluffy, deep conversation type topics and thoughts. That's me when it comes to these hard lines, numbers, numbers you know, just facing my financial reality for what it is, looking at my debt, looking at my income, looking at how I'm spending money, what's going out, what's coming in, what I'm saving, what I'm investing. That shit was never, when I tell you never, like I never had any type of exposure to that ever. Never knew what that looked like. And so for me, for the past... For about the past four years, I've been looking at it, but really, really looking at it, like writing down a plan, tackling debt, really learning and figuring out um, what I need to do to retire by a certain age, how much money I need to be putting away, like all of that really, really like getting down and crunching numbers to the point where I want to knock out debt so I can give myself a raise. Listen at me sound like uh, Dave Ramsey and Chris Hogan, really just honing in on that for like starting the process of it for about ugh, 2 months now um talking to financial advisors like planning my future That stuff makes me uncomfortable. That's discomfort for me. Not because I don't want to do it and not because I don't want to face that reality, but because it causes me to learn a lot of stuff that I just don't know anything about. And that takes time. That takes energy and that takes effort. And the more I learn about myself and about the world and about life, the more I realize why people don't grow and they don't evolve is because they don't want to challenge themselves to get out of their comfort zone. Because this is a, for me, this is a really uncomfortable thing. Like, I'm like, why do I have to constantly, like, I'm always, every time I spend a buck, I'm in my phone, blogging something on my budget notes and looking in this app and trying to make sure that I, like, every dollar has a home. That takes time. And now I see why people are in so much debt, because it's so much easier to just go shopping and pay the minimum. Because you don't have to think about it. It's not a conscious thing. Bitch, I want no boots and they fly. I'm finna go in here and buy these shits. And you, you know, I mean, you popping in the Instagram pictures. I mean, it's lit. Ain't nothing lit about keeping receipts. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's a lot lit about keeping receipts because eventually it's going to get to the point of financial freedom but having to pay attention to all of that like looking at like wanting to go wanting to go on a trip and having the money because just because and I learned from my father-in-law just because you got money don't mean you got money to spend so you see the money in your bank account and you like I got $1,400 you know to go to a right quick it ain't nothing but you like wait a minute when I spend this $1,400, when I come back from Aruba and then this needs to be paid and this needs to be paid and this needs to be paid, can I really afford it? Who wants to do that when everybody around the table taking shots lit? Talking about, yeah, let's go to Aruba. And ain't nobody trying to think about that. So it's uncomfortable. You, sometimes you got to sit your ass down. You got to sit your ass down and you, you got to think about the bigger picture and your goals and, and what you need to do. So, <sighs> financially, I'm persevering through that. Listening to podcasts, trying different apps. Um, but I think I definitely want to do a podcast on that. It won't be really long. Um, but just talking about consumerism and how it puts us in traps. Because I definitely fell into a consumerism trap last year. Not not so much last year, but more the year before last. Um, And then, too, it depends on the settings and the circles that you involve yourself in. When it comes to um, financial stability, y'all. When it comes to your psyche, when they say managing, and I'm I'm not going to go too far on this, but when it comes to your money and managing your money, y'all, when I say it is a mindset, That's literally all it is. And I've been doing, um, I've been doing trauma focused CBT for the past, what, two and a half, three months now, something like that. And what CBT is, is it's kind of, um, addressing the negative thought processes and thought patterns that you have and, you know, just kind of re-evolving the things that you tell yourself and the way you think and how you act and how your thoughts turn into, um, how your negative thoughts turn into actions and behaviors and how they affect you in your life. So psychologically, a lot of stuff that happens in our lives and what's going on around us is a mindset, right? It's a mindset. And when it comes to money, if you hanging around people and all of them got the flies, bags and the flies kicks, you you got to keep up. You got to keep up with that. And so you you do. Because I have been in instances where I have been a part of those crowds that were really into those types of things. And I have been a part of crowds where it's not more so about fashion, but it's more so about intellectual study, learning, growing on an individual level, bringing things back for the group and helping the group grow. And let me tell you something. I financially have persevered a lot more in the latter group than the former. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I have persevered a lot more financially being in the groups that wasn't always consistently posting on, on social media. I'm just saying, I'm just saying psychologically, it's a huge part of it. Not wanting to look and appear like you don't fit in that fitting in shit y'all. And, and that's what I was, um, Telling um my little god sister, when <laughs> I know one day she said that, and I'm kind of going off on a tangent. I'm gonna bring it back in, y'all. I promise. But she was talking about so oh, I can't wait to be done with high school, and I'm like, high school is the rest of your life, y'all. This shit don't change when you get out here, and you know, depending on the culture and the work environment or where you work. I have been in I have been in different work environments like that too, environments where it was a fashion show. And then I get in an environment where it's not so much of a fashion show. And I'm starting to pay attention to the shit that really matters. And what happens is you don't want to not, you don't want to not participate in the things that the fashionable group is participating in. Because you're going to have to sever, um, possibly there's the, there's the potential for you to have to sever sever ties in that relationship because you are no longer in It's not absolute. It's possible because you don't want to be that person who not meshing with the aesthetic of the group. You want to look like you belong and you got to keep up. You got to keep up with the Joneses and y'all, but persevering, persevering through those times of discomfort and not fitting in and, and just like I said, accepting, right? And I'm going to close out with this whole yes. This is a title of um, the episode of therapy for black girls with Dr. Joyce that I was listening to the whole yes. And for me, the whole, the W H O L E Y E S the whole yes for me is just practicing the feeling of being just so authentically unapologetic about feeling good about what I involve myself with. Like I wanna feel good about it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be the best. But I have to feel good about it. I have to I have to walk into it like thinking about it, not making no no decision in haste. Just uh I feel good about this. I may, I may be a little nervous about it. I may be a little anxious about it. I could possibly feel intimidated by it because I'm challenged, but not backing down from the challenge. I'm like, ah, I feel good about this because, and I'm, I'm a little anxious about it because it's, I'm challenging myself in this discomfort, but I'm going to persevere. I'm going to dedicate myself to getting through this so I can push myself. Through growth, and then at the end of the day, 2020, I've just kind of made up in my mind it's just this is just gonna be the year of me being uncomfortable. I asked God for a lot, I asked God for a whole lot last year. I asked Him to show me a lot, and I honestly, in my heart and in my spirit and my soul, feel like this is why my year has gotten off to such a shitty year because God has just, and I apologize if me using God in a color word in this, in the same sentence offends you. I apologize, but I'm being true to myself here and this is how I am. Um, feel free to excuse yourself if it's too offensive for you. I'm okay with that. Um, but I am convinced that this is why I'm here right now at this point because it's time for me to learn. It's time for me to learn how to weather some storms. It's time for me to learn how to manage my time. It's time for me to learn how to focus when I'm stressed. It's time for me to learn how to um, say I need time. I need room. Um, I I need time to do this. It's time for me to learn how to set aside time for myself. It's time for me to learn how to be uncomfortable asking those clarifying questions in those tough situations. It's, It's time for me to learn how to initiate courageous conversation to resolve conflict. It's time for me to just cry after I stand up for myself and feel sad after I stand up for myself and knowing that. It's for me because I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be heard and I deserve to feel full. It's time for me to just get uncomfortable with a whole bunch of this shit. (laughs) Because I asked, I asked for a lot. And I I asked that God fill me with the strength. To go out here and get the things that I need. And now I think he's building my character. Now I think that he is really putting me in these uncomfortable situations because I distinctly remember asking God. God, give me the will and the energy and the strength to go out here in the world and, and get it. Help help me do the work. You know, keep me from just having faith and, and living on the promise. But get me out here so i have to learn how to manage and maneuver and i think that's what he's doing (laughs) and that's why they say you gotta be careful what you pray for because i don't want to go through stuff that don't kill me but make me stronger no more y'all seen that meme on instagram that dude be crying with his hands up (sighs) that's how i feel that's legit how i feel but y'all i haven't been on the um i haven't been on the key curls instagram page much because like i said i've kind of just fell back i'm gonna try to jump back over there for y'all not try i will um i will jump back over there for y'all share this episode with two of your friends and talk about it have conversations about it um pull pull them in learn if those people are on you know have the same frequency learn if y'all on the same brain wave that's important because we're not getting no younger we're getting older and we need to be in relationships where we're filling each other up and that's being reciprocated Um, anything that we're giving out needs to be reciprocated and we need to start learning how to just be there for one another learn how to respect differences i think that's really important too um but we got the gmail k-e-y-c-u-r-l-s at gmail.com as always i love y'all y'all can email me with y'all questions like i said i'm gonna jump back on the instagram page soon and let's go out here and make it a great year y'all persevere um practicing how to you know really live in the whole yes um feeling good about everything that we do i love y'all as always stay encouraged and motivated peace